I mean, but is it like a specific buffet or like is it is it like a a Chinese buffet or an Indian David? I buffet want you to look at me or a Phoebe buffet. I would destroy a Sizzler if given the opportunity. David wouldn't take a shit in the Sizzler. I was about to say the only way that I've ever destroyed a Sizzler was taking a shit in it. Yeah, that's, and that's true. And honestly, that's the best thing that you can do in a Sizzler. Welcome to this toxic fandom. I'm quitting drag. You're welcome. I love you, but in this house, every week is the musical. Then this episode would have been better. (laughs) Hi, and welcome back to this toxic fandom. One of Pope's friends told us that we needed a snappy intro to tell you our whole deal or whatever, so I'm going to try this one out. In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The people who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. Wait, no, this is a podcast where we're going to talk about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8. 8 forensic queens and we're gonna ramble about it for like four hours going on tangent and then we're gonna (laughs) chop it down to like a cool hundred minutes and send it straight to your ear holes it's gonna be super fun this toxic fandom dun dun say hi toxic fans Hi. hi introduce yourself toxic fans hey everyone I'm Stephen Pope. I'm your podcast dad, your professional hobbit. And they they had to drag me by the ankles to get me on this couch to record. This was not a good week. Moving along. I'm David Gorin, but your dad calls me his little special victim unit. That's so horrifying. That That's <laughs> horrific. I'm going to assume you don't know ah! what the base premise of SVU is or what a special victim is, but <laughs> David. No. David. Both no. speaking of, how is this episode Forensic Queens and not Law and Order SVU? Yes. Yeah, no. Like, like wasted opportunity. I mean, I was going to say- um, And my PD Rue. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that they did a true crime parody rather than doing a crime show parody, true. which I think was a weakness of- the episode but we're gonna get into it yes because well, right i was gonna say that your dad calls me his special victim runet but i knew that you had made that joke already and i didn't want to take it from you <laughs> i actually come up with all my jokes on the fly i'm jolie and this episode is one for a book you're gonna put on a shelf and not read ever again they're back in the workroom. Everyone's sad that James went home. On the mirror, she wrote, I shit in one of your spots. Good luck. Love you all. James Mansfield. Who wants to take bets on whose spot she shit in? Oh, oh, it was definitely Jimbo's. She's into that. I don't know. I feel like it's. it depends on how vindictive she's feeling. Because if she's feeling super vindictive, then it's probably Candy's or it's Kahana's. Mm. I think she's uh, shit in Alexis Michelle's spot. But just to be a wild card. She was like, oh, it'll be fun. I love that. This will be drama later. Wouldn't it be the wild card if she did Jessica Wild? Jessica Wild card? Um, More importantly, are we going to address the fact that this is the second season in a row where we have had someone talk about taking a poop in someone's station? Was it the same person? Uh, Last time, I believe Princess Poppy left that message. Oh, Oh my God. Yeah. Princess Poopy. Princess Poopy. (laughs) 
Um, Wait, no, she's from España. <laughs> so Candy's excited because she can get as many chicken nuggets as she wants. Chicken tenders. Chicken tendies. Um, extra ranch on the side. And it's time for everyone's favorite game. Can Kahana open a box? Still no. no I no, think literally no. the person sitting next to her, who I think is Alexis, opens it for her. And, and we can't even blame the nails this time. She's wearing gloves. They were they were lubed up. She had just been fisting someone in honor of Alexis Michelle's runway this week. Uh, I have uh, complaints, but we'll talk about that Sorry. later. I have complaints um, about everything. Um, yeah. So they talk about how they voted. We don't hear from a lot of the girls. Yeah, Alexis is like, yo, track records. Alexis is the track record bit. Liar, but okay. And then Lala just says, I go by, by vibes. I don't give a shit. And I respect that. She's I, like, whoever I'm pissed off at today. Whoever whoever didn't share the chicken nuggets with me. Chicken the tenders. Chicken tenders. Thank you. So I, I'm sorry. Chicken I'm tender. Late. I hardly know her. Ugh. I gotta ask. And we're not gonna talk about Twitter, but I have to ask, what did James do to make everyone vote for her? She threw the vibes off. <laughs> that seems like the, based on the only thing Heidi has tweeted in months, she threw the, the vibes thing. off. Only thing. No one else has, no other drag queen has tweeted anything on Twitter. So they talk about how Lala and Alexis are the only girls in the top six without a win. I'm surprised at that point Alexis isn't pulling out uh, her hair and having a meltdown, but I'm surprised she'll she didn't get have a there. meltdown last she'll week. She'll get there. You oh, know? I will yeah. say, like, you know, she gets there within less than five minutes. Mm. And I will say, Lava Ree's interesting because she not only doesn't have a win, she also doesn't have a bottom placement. This is true. She has been yeah. purely in the middle absolute switch energy this entire competition Valid, she's yeah. Blair St. clearing her way through it um and let's see if she can turn it out this week um, she's been on an uptick lately which i really like for lala Ray. i will say yeah. like in i'm pretending i haven't seen the episode yeah no i was happier before watching the episode so we i'm all pretending were. to be like that we all were i i had a new i had uh the new episode of dr stone and i loved it it's a great show uh and Did you pass dr stone uh Actually, if you write Big Thunder Mountain, that will get rid of the Doctor. You Stone. just would be on the back of Big, Big yes, Thunder it's Mountain. The back, yeah. Yes. Um, David t- tells me that fun fact. Literally every time we're in so line for Big weird. Thunder it's Mountain, it's so weird. It's so fact. weird. It's, it's so a good weird. fact. It's very interesting to me. I want to know like you know what, what happens. Joe? One day you're gonna have a kidney stone, and instead of reading me for it, you're gonna be thanking me. Well, no, I they're didn't... going to be peeing and screaming because apparently they re- they really hurt. Apparently, it's what birth feels like. Ah. I, I, you know, I think birth is so terrible. I don't even remember doing wait, it. Wait, wait, <laughs> no, Joe, you're forgetting the best part of why that came up yesterday. Why did it come up yesterday? Oh, so they removed the largest Kinsey stone from someone on record. And it was the size of a grapefruit. And we found this out when we were online for Thunder Mountain. But I'm saying I go to Disney with David a lot and he has told me this every time we've been at Disney. But this I'm also not complaining about it. I was just not a joke, just a fact. I mean, I'm upset. My day's ruined. Much like this episode ruined my day, but let's keep going. So they come back in the workroom the next day. Lala is having main character energy again. She really wants to show off her outfits and I'm not entirely sure why. I want a lot of her hoodies. They're nice hoodies. I'm just like, Valentina, every time a queen takes too long to enter, I'm like, Valentina ruined everything. She's I've been saying that for years. Fr- Lala's just living her French vanilla fantasy. Mm. Thank you. Um, I'm so they learn uh, that they're going to have to lawyer up in this week's challenge. It's the only line I remember from Rue's 
little uh, all yeah. I remember is Jimbo going, we're going shoplifting! Because that was very funny to me. Yeah. Jimbo really kept the energy in this episode better than anyone else did. God bless Shockingly, him for it. yeah. Which I, which, I mean, Jimbo's really had a big 180 since her, like, really from her time on Canada. Yeah. And then, like, UK versus the world. It's kind of funny because we think about that as, like, maybe not, like, a long season, but her time on that show was not very long. No, she went home. She, uh, week three. Week three, yeah. yeah. Two wins, one lo- one one bottom, one go home. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's surprising. Yeah. yeah. It's very surprising but, how nice and human she's been. Yeah. But, like, yeah, especially we'll get into, let's let's get into the meat of the episode, the meat of the drama this episode. Yes. They get into casting. Oh, boy. I well, actually wrote down. You forgot that oh. Rue comes in, does her hello, hello, hello. And says that this week they are doing a improv true, challenge. an improv challenge, but it's a true crime improv challenge. So they're going to be doing an improv challenge based on a like true crime thirty minute Dateline type show. Yeah, but, forensic uh, queens. What ha- happened to Lil Pound Cake? I wonder if Alaska got royalties for this episode. I don't think. I hope. She, I really hope she does. I, Her Lanesha deserve something for how often they bring up Lil Pound Cake. I mean, I will say she probably sold a lot of Lil Pound Cake dolls after this episode. Ooh, I think yes. they're all sold out. No, I don't, I don't want one. <laughs> I mean, good to know. I don't think I got you a birthday gift. Uh, well. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was laughing because we always have like something kind of in tune with the episode behind us and like the prime spot. This week it's like a weird um, like toddler RuPaul toy. But I was laughing because I was like, the one piece of drag queen merch that I've never bought was a little pound cake doll. Her catchphrase is, you're not my real daddy and you never will be. Her hobbies include riding dirty and being a straight up motherfucking dick pig. Here's a quick, uh, here's a quick Jeopardy moment for both of you. You'll, you'll get to answer one after the other. Can you name anyone else's daughters in that episode? Oh, boy. Oh, God. I remember uh, Vivian Panay had a watermelon-themed kid. Fuck. I don't know. Nope. I, I'm I, out. I don't know. I, I think that kid's literally named Watermelon. Oh. Well, I win. So you would have won if you just yeah. said the word watermelon and not watermelon-themed kid. Anyway, um, I also might be wrong. I also don't know any of their Yeah, names. it's, I mean, they somehow, I'm the only, I feel like the only reason we truly remember Lil Pound Cake is because Alaska kind of made it her like well, it was such a moment on but also five. it was, was like it? A, yeah you also weren't in fandom at the time no i was yeah. not so you uh but like pound cake was a, a known thing okay she was a meme in like you know how ornacia shows up all the time yeah she little pound cake was that before ornacia oh. like little pound cake was the character okay yeah just because i know that like it became such a thing post season two because all stars too. all stars too. Jesus Christ. God, there's so um, many all stars too, because she did the reveal into the pound cake dress. What do you have to say for yourself? You're not my um, real dad and you never will be. So she like did that and then she dropped the single little pound cake or was it the album little pound. Cake? I think the album's called little pound cake. the album was little pound cake. And then that was kind of like the, f- I could be wrong, but I feel like that was the first like piece of like drag race toy. Cause uh, I think that came before the pop finals. It was definitely before the pop finals. Yeah. I, I'm still surprised those exist. Um, so whatever happened to little pound cake. Yeah. So the girls read about the characters. There's, a- I actually 
cast them before they like went into it when they were yeah. reading all the character descriptions. They were like, I'm a fox. I was like, that's going to be Kahana. Yep. I thought that Candy was going to be uh, Ava Dents, which is what Jimbo played. Mm-hmm. I wanted Alexis to be Anita Clue until Alexis wanted to be Anita Clue. And then I was like, get over here. Well, what Kahana um, wanted was to go home. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted Jimbo to be um, Effie Lee Bailey because I thought it'd be funny if she was like the really stern, uptight one, mm-hmm. a la the judge in the Canada's Drag Race. Um, acting mess. acting challenge that yeah. was based on a thing that we don't know um i i the second they read the security guard i was like lala ray mm-hmm. and then jessica i was like jessica would be great as you're a drag yeah um and then i was almost right i this casting is insane because they just go down the line and say all the characters they want yep no one complains when candy says i want to be anita clue yep lala says lala and alexis both want to play the security guard because it's clearly the role that you win with oh, yeah boy. Lala says, I don't have any other roles I want. Alexis goes, okay, I'll give it to you. Then she turns to Candy and says, so I'm going to be taking Anita Clue then. And Candy's like, and she's like, and you know, the bailiff, is, uh, the, uh, the, this, uh, the deputy, Effie Lee Bailey is really similar. So you should just have her. And Candy's like, if you're no. telling me she's <laughs> similar, why don't you want her? And she's like, why do you get your first choice? And I don't get my first choice. And I'm like, Alexis, this wasn't your first choice. No. And why is Candy the villain, but Lala wasn't? Well, also, two things. Yeah. What, three things. Oh, three things. There's One, a new thing. what happened to the mini challenge? Oh, we don't get those anymore. Mini challenges. Why haven't we had a reading challenge? I was about to say, Where? two is why haven't we had a reading challenge? God. And three, found, why are we acting like Alexis won a challenge and that's why she's assigned why she's assigning quote unquote the part she's also not like she it's literally they're just having to assign them their themselves but again like she's there being like so this is this character this is this character this is this character no after after like she freaks out that candy doesn't immediately give her the part it cuts to a confessional where she's like i just gave up the role to lala re because i'm a good person and candy can't do it for me and it's like (sighs) you literally chose not to get your first choice and you're yeah. mad that you're not being handed your second choice yeah, that no. someone else had claimed. And it's not that she's saying no. She's saying, we can find a way to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Candy was offering, she, like, Candy was like, okay, to do let's this. audition. Let's do something. Yeah. And Alexis was like, like no, no, no. It's what Candy had to fucking do when Candy yeah. wanted the axe part last yeah. week. And then Alexis just starts Wire sobbing. Thank you. Um, Alexis just starts Alexis sobbing. Alexis is cold um, juice. Candy turns into Pope for a moment and goes, who died? And I was like, who died? Were you shot? Were you shot? Yeah. Like, why is this happening? What's going on? There. This is a lot of emotion for nothing. And I, when Alexis went, I'll be the bigger person yet again. I was like, girl, <sighs> Alexis. It's alleged love of my life and Kayla's life as well. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Confirmed love of your life. Alleged love of Kayla's life. Alleged yeah. love of David's life too, but we'll get there. Confirmed love of David's life. Huh. No. Um, my no. eyes rolled out of my head. I was just like, "This is." And then Alexis like <sighs> gets up, just like, it and she's like, "I'm quitting. I don't want to be here." And doesn't start packing anything. No. She starts having a hissy fit. She I has a moment. And then Kahana goes, "The vibes are off. I'm actually going to leave." And like walks out of the room. And I wish that RuPaul had just come in and said, "You two want to leave? Okay." Bring me the bag. Brings out a bag full of people. Puts in lipsticks to all the eliminated queens. These girls are like, no, we want to stay. We want to stay. Cool. Bring me their lipsticks. I. You don't want to be here? Any one of the queens who went home would kill to be in your yeah, spot right now. Kind of. And honestly, this challenge probably would have been better 
if Darian and Kasha had been in it. Oh, you're absolutely yeah. right. Or James. Or James. Yeah. Like, um, I was so genuinely upset by how much they just didn't want to be there. RuPaul's speech wasn't great. It wasn't good. I actually... Um, but I also think there is cannot. a level of her just being like, hey, you guys are literally here for your brand. Yeah. Why are you throwing it out? Adore Delano did not have an uptick in her brand from quitting All-Stars 2. You have to bend a la creme or nothing. And I think that it's kind of a, a thing to bring up. I also think that Rue is literally being like, we cannot have three girls quit a season. I have an empire to run. It's not even that. It's the fact that, like, at that point, then it really becomes the inmates running the asylum. May I go to the toxic fan space for a moment please so oh for the first time yeah no this is my first Wait, time you do it you do it okay. all right you do it sorry i just haven't been talking all time. right for the first time in history stephen pope goes to the toxic fan space 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 you have 30 seconds starting in 10 seconds because <laughs> i like <laughs> round numbers Obviously. um to rant about something you love or hate in okay three, three two, two one go i cannot get over how low the morale was this episode and how miserable every girl seems to be every girl seems miserable everyone wants to go home no one's enjoying this what is going on in production and for rupaul to come in and basically hand everyone hey we're not going to give you a we're not going to give you all a raise but we'll give you a pizza party like, what the fuck? I hated this. And it just ruined the episode for me. Because I am not going to get over how gross it was. Time. How'd it feel? You know, I kind of like it in there. I can see why you guys yeah, go there so often. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. I, it gets all the bad feelings out. Yeah. Um, no, I think no, these, I, I still have a lot. <laughs> I think these girls need a little bit of time in the Toxic fan space. No, yeah. it truly, it feels like all of, I, so I think there's a lot of compounding factors. I think that there's a level of, the second you walk into a season, you're like, oh, anyone could win. And then one girl gets three wins off the bat. Like, I think that all of the girls are kind of aware that they are almost, it is almost impossible to win against Jimbo at this point. Kind of. And I think that is a, such a demoralizing thing that production has done. Um, and I think that it's one of those things where it's not Jimbo's fault and we're not blaming yeah. Jimbo. No. But I think that that combined with, Heidi then leaving and just how social this game has been mm -hmm. and the knowledge a lot of, that you can get hated on the fan, fan base for any reason the amount of emotions in this cast I think that it makes sense that we're hearing rumors that we're not going to get an elimination all-stars next season I'll say this um I agree with you but where I disagree with you is that I think that at least for Kahana and Alexis um it's this sort of idea of if I were kind of putting myself in their shoes with Kahana, it's like, all right, this is another acting challenge. I'm going home. She can't magically yeah. get good at this thing that they've, they've done it how many times? Three, four times now? Yeah. Every I, time she's been in the box. Exactly. I mean, I always have this thing where I'm like, if you're going to go back to all stars and your weakness is acting, mm -hmm. you kind of just need to get into a few acting classes or into like an improv troupe for a few years. And I, I want to be clear. This is not advice because I would never recommend anyone do improv under any circumstances. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. But it's a good thing to have in your arsenal. It's a, it's a thing that you probably, you should learn a few comedy skills if you're going to do all stars. Yeah. It's a comedy challenge. Yes. 90% of the time. Yes, and what? 
I don't know. This is the only improv thing I know. <laughs> no and what? Oof. Um Yes. Yes and. Uh, <laughs> yes and I think that, I, I mean, I have to agree with you on that one. Um, <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, like, okay, I understand what you're saying, Joe. Like, to have In the two same way girls. that you learn to sew if you're coming back to all Also, now. yeah. No, and sewing's not that hard. I love doing it. Um, but That's why I make Pope make me all my outfits. This shirt made by Pope. I could actually do this, that if you're really curious. This wig that I wear in all, in all my content created by Pope. Okay, as the bald bitch here, go fuck thyself. Go fuck thyself. You non-binary menace. Thank you. Now, going back to what I was saying, because I, I get violence. to talk too. I get to talk too sometimes, goddammit. No, I understand what you were saying, Joe, where, yeah, this would have been a great time for some drama. It would have been a great time for a moment because this season has lacked moments. Yeah. It hasn't lacked drama. It's just it's lacked drama. It, yeah, it's it feels been... like we're hitting a lot of metal gates and wig gates. No, it's... Well... Neither of you are are either of you familiar with Dragula Titans? No, no. Dragula Titans has the worst premiere of any reality TV show I've ever watched because it is just a miserable experience. Nothing is accomplished. Everyone's unhappy. Everyone's yelling. No one's having a good time. And the winner is who gives a fuck? And that's kind of what this episode felt like. And I hate that. Well, it's yeah. not that. Well, just to finish, because I didn't, I was saying that was putting me putting myself in Kahana's shoes. It's oh, basically just like, this isn't going to happen. Yeah, no. I'm and I feel episode. like with Alexis, it's this point of, I'm still here. I haven't bought, she hasn't bottomed, has she? Um. Yes, yes. she did she, for um, the for, team challenge. Um, get off island. Okay. Yeah, where she threw Darian right, right. under that hey, bus. Hey, she so, also threw James under the bus. That's so fair. probably in her mind, she's never bottomed. <laughs> um, show me the lie. Bottom, I hardly know him. Um, she's probably never bottomed, and she's just kind of going like, "Well, it's my time to shine." I'm the actor here. It's my special day. Exactly. And so I feel like that's kind of where this comes from, where probably in her mind, whether she is correct or not, is up to not us. Um, a little bit of us, because we are a court of public opinion. But it's very much this idea of where I think everything came from on that was, all right, I'm going to give this up. But now you give this up for me because I just did something nice. And it's one of those things where it's like, Candy's right. She's being passive aggressive. Very, she should have just yeah. said kind of flat out, like, these are the two roles that I want. I will be playing one of these two roles. And if I have to audition to do it, I'm going to fucking do it because I want one of these two roles. Instead of being very like, I'm going to be the bigger person because maybe that'll put me in a better judging experience it actually reminded me of do you re do we remember in the social media musical denali and rose auditioned for a part and denali's second choice was the part utica wanted so when denali chose to audition against rose she didn't get it and she went okay i'll just play that part and you went no i will be playing it and denali had to play a russian instead and she made yes. the most of it and i think arguably should have won that, that week but it was one of those really interesting things where that was a way to look at it. Yeah. You yeah. either get your first choice or you fight for the scraps. And unfortunately, Alexis didn't fight for her first choice and then didn't think she should have the scraps. Yeah. I also will just say, I think there is something to, 
I cannot speak for these queens. We weren't there. We are. I think there, there we're is not a friends. chance that Alexis is maybe just not making a lot of social connection. Not mm. in like a like. I don't think that Alexis is feeling a a particular bond of sisterhood with these queens, or potentially is feeling a little bit of. I thought I had a bond of sisterhood with my girls on season nine, and then no one told me that they didn't like my outfit that I almost went blind stoning a corset for. Like, there is something yeah. to, she might be having a little bit of a moment of, there was a point in season nine where it felt like everyone is against me, and because I've consistently tried to be nice to these girls, but I keep not getting what I want because of it. I'm having a repeat of that and it's starting to feel like that. And I think that that might lead a little bit into this at the same time. Again, I wish RuPaul had just made them both quit. I wish that we had gotten a lottery and we'd gotten two new Queens in because, Oh my God, I hated this part of the episode. It was so uncomfortable. To get to another part of the episode. I hate the actual challenge. Then they have to do the acting challenge. Yes. Do we want to talk about RuPaul's speech at all? No. Okay. I, I I said in the talk, I, I, I said in the fan space that it was very much the energy of we're not giving you a raise this year, so have a pizza party because we want to keep morale up. Yeah. It felt it felt tone deaf. Mm-hmm. It felt out of place. And it definitely came from a place of why did these girls keep quitting my show? Yeah. So I think that there's something really interesting. Because as RuPaul puts it, Feelings aren't facts. But no, I think that... So here's the thing, is that I think there are times when RuPaul genuinely connects with someone and he actually knows what to say when they're feeling emotions. Mm -hmm. I don't think he has that with a lot of the girls in this season. And he certainly doesn't have it with Kahana or Alexis. So Mm -hmm. he's like, I just kind of have to throw platitudes at you, but also remind you that you guys are here for your jobs. You guys aren't here for, like, a vacation. Yeah. And this show... Like, yes, it's hard. You signed up because you knew it was hard. You've been here before. Yeah. Why are you guys like this? Um, I will say, I think that RuPaul showing up for this. But not Heidi. To me proves that he would have shown up for Heidi had he not been in makeup and hair. Like, I think that it yeah. had RuPaul been available to show up but for RuPaul's Heidi. But RuPaul's bald. He would have been been able to why were they in hair they don't have hair similar to um this wig you made for me someone makes a wig for rupaul every single day well it's it's not <laughs> have you seen the door of the explorer toy where you take the magic wand and you press it against her chest or the pendant on her chest and her hair magically grows someone does that for rupaul every day and that's how the wigs appear i'm a 30 so year old that's man. I the magical Dora. realism version um the real version is if you remember with Miss Vanjie and Michelle kept going, Vanjie, you better stop. Do you know you why better. she was saying you better stop? Yeah, because she's basically held together by duct tape. Exactly. So, like, in reality, they're like, they're giving her a duct tape facelift. Well, yeah, no, but with, with a wig. Yes, but the, yeah, like, she was, I think, not able to go to Heidi yeah. because yeah. the they were had to do stuff on the main stage. Like, she is also a producer on this show, the host. And has to has a degree of how good she has to look in every episode, or the internet will make fun of her. Yeah, um, like that episode where uh, Matthew Anderson quit. Yeah, like 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 <laughs> that time in All Stars three, she wore two ugly sparkly dresses in a row with bad makeup. Anyway, moving <laughs> on, we get to the acting challenge, and well, one other thing that I do want to talk about, not to 
not get to the acting challenge just because I do think it is important. No, no, please do. Please do. I don't want to talk about the acting um, challenge. Let's talk, let's talk about Lala Ree's hoodies. Well, no, I was going to say Jimbo was... Oh, yeah. Oh, Jimbo literally spends the, the episode, episode uh, wandering around the workroom and, like, everyone. doing goofs and, like, yeah. trying to, like, make everyone smile. I thought there was a chance that Jimbo was going to do poorly in this episode because he was spending too much time putting the flotation device on other people before yeah. getting it on himself. Agreed. Um, in fairness, I don't think anyone did well this episode other yeah. than Lava Ree. Agreed. Um, yeah. I thought it would have been really good drama to put Jimbo in the bottom of this episode and Candy. I thought it should have been an if you're not in the tops, you're in the bottom episode because mm-hmm. no one did well enough to justify being safe. Yeah. Except for Lala. Yeah, who Agreed. did great. And also the other thing that I will say that I did find funny is that at like one point when the fight was happening, Jimbo did just like hide behind his script and he was like, I don't want to deal with this. No. And then also tired. And then yeah. also like when Kahana, that room is. Yeah. And then when Kahana stormed off, he was like, What is going on here? Jimbo also Kahana did that out of literally nowhere. Yeah. Well I I I'm not going to this fan zone for this. Space. Space, thank you. But I am going to say, like I get Kahana more than I get Alexis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Alexis, you're just being kind of a brat. Kahana's like, okay, uh, this is the uh, seventh episode, sixth episode. I don't care anymore. I keep being in the bottom because you keep giving me acting challenges and I can't do them. So I'm not going to magically get good, even though she does have a little talk with Jimbo. Yeah. And Jimbo really, really gives not. her a apart. note that is so yeah. good where she's like, find the joy. Where, where she literally yeah. says, I picked this character because I thought a German accent sounded fun today. Find something that's fun for you and do that thing, which yeah. is literally 90% of what comedy is. Yeah. Why do you think my all my joy in life is making Pope go, Ugh. I mean, it's very... Uh, Not wrong. I've been friends with David for coming up on a decade now. That is most of our relationship. Oh my point. God. Remember that time that we drove into the parking lot and I blasted like... I blasted a song that was like, my vagina is eight miles wide. Oh, God. And I like made it, like I timed it perfectly. So the chorus came right when you pulled down the window to open the tick to get the ticket. Yep. <laughs> it was a Target parking lot too. Anyway. I don't go get to into Target this acting anymore. challenge because I want to just rush through something. Okay. So one, I think this episode is this, the premise of this episode doesn't work because there are only three contestants this season. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. I'm like, why isn't the top three? And then it's like, oh, they all thought they could win. A winner was never announced because the season ended at the end of it. That's a lot smarter. Like, like yeah. there are so many, there are so many framing devices that could have set this up to be a little bit smarter. And given I'm a fox and um, you're a drag, you're a drag stuff to do. Terrible names. I also yeah. just all of the scenes were too short. Like, I felt bad for Candy because I was like, literally, Candy only has time to do reactions to things and all the scenes she's in because there's almost no point where she should be taking. Oh no. I, I, I actually felt bad for Alexis because Alexis, Alexis wasn't in this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis. I will say though, seeing the recreation of little pound cake. Yeah. Or one of the little pound cakes. Cause I noticed there were yeah. a couple different pound cakes that actually did. It made me find the joy. That was that was cute. <laughs> yeah. I the single greatest moment of this entire episode to me was Lala Ree talking on a phone, driving, hitting into things. She's going, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, ah. oh yeah, she just yeah, she just she's doing the Martian voice from uh, Mars Attacks, just mumbling in high pitched gibberish. So funny. I'm. I'll say this. I think that the only two people who really like committed 
and it doesn't necessarily mean that one of them was good, but it was a like full commitment was Jimbo and Lala. I I like it's one of those things where I'm like Jimbo was fully committed. Didn't say it was good. None of it was funny. Like yeah. it was one of those things where it was like this is very funny. This is very like committed. This is very like jokey. It just isn't like hitting any of my funny bone spots. Yeah. No. I also truly wonder if the stink finger was a Jimbo invention or in the script. It had to be a Jimbo thing. Yeah. Because that they were like be the character thing. finds clues in unconventional ways. And I was like, did Jimbo go, the unconventional way is this finger? Or were they like, they have a stinky finger they smell? Because I truly never know what's actually in these yeah. scripts or not. I don't I don't know. I don't think they know. Also, they I'm just saying, Jimbo said earlier that the murderers who you always want to play in one of these things yeah. and then didn't go for the murderer. I think she knows, like, if she gets a fourth win. Well, I also think that she wouldn't have done the murderer well. Yeah. Like, I think not. That, I, I mean, it was, it felt like it was written for Lala, right? Yeah. Like, it was one of those things where they described the character, I went, Lala, she's yeah. going to be perfect at this. Oh, yeah. 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 She was, um, she was, um, I will say, Candy answering the phone and it's a banana that got That was, that was so good. Um, the I funniest... liked her doing the Kojak thing with the lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the, they, they were, they, they were like the lollipop never went anywhere. Like the lollipop never, didn't have to go anywhere. It was just a thing. Like it, it was, was Kojak. Yeah. It was a character like, choice. She was yeah. doing a reference that was like very specific. Yeah. Um, they also made fun of her for saying, I'm not really a detective. I'm a nosy bitch. It's like, yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. like, very just funny. because she then has to be a detective because you have detective scenes written for her. Doesn't mean that it's not funny. She said it. Yeah. No. Um, Jessica Wilde uh, describing what Taco Tuesdays are. That was genius. Iconic. <laughs> so funny. I, I thought they thought were going to read her for it, and I was happy they appreciated yeah. it. I actually thought that might get her a win. I'll be honest. Same. It was so weird. Um, the Kahana footage in the ladies' room being like, we need to get this bitch out of here. Um, That's the footage we're missing of Candy. Heidi <laughs> 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 was referencing. Um. Um, I think that Candy was trying to do that thing she did in Bossy Rossi, where, like, when she was with Simone, she was like, Simone is here, I'm gonna be here. Uh, and we're going, like, Simone is in the mountain rooftops, I'm gonna be in the basement, and I'm gonna undercut everything so much that there's a straight man in the scene, and it will play well. Because she let, like, the thing I will say about Candy is she made sure everyone could shine in scenes with her. Mm-hmm. It just meant that she, she was straight manning so well she couldn't shine herself that's fair yeah it's hard being the straight man i would know (laughs) wait Um, you're straight wait you're man that's questionable uh i do have to ask you both did this do you either of you kind of feel like this was maybe inspired by recent events that happened on the show you're not my real dad and you never will be um i'm your podcast dad i'll say this (laughs) <laughs> I'll say why did that, that get me because it was good um it got you because it was good no why did it get me because I've made that joke in my head like three times before we said that oh. Be- before you said it out loud I was like it's funny because you're the podcast dad and then I said it and you said it back I was like ah because it tickled you. my delivery uh, sometimes I have very good delivery it's hey. not delivery it's DiGiorno Ooh, that's much better than where I thought you were gonna go with it I I do I did kind of question though this was based on candy uh, not candy on heidi bailing i don't say this couldn't be based on that this this is the least realistic depiction of rupaul's drag race we've ever had and we had the honey i shunk drunk the contestants episode there is a point where jessica wilde as a contestant receives a phone call while on drag race (laughs) that's true who is she willem 
all I'm going to say is hashtag what did Willem do? Um, what all, didn't she do? She did a lot. Um, all I'm going to say is the flowers, the roses, for because there this was a very thorny rose. Oh, you got you got me so emotional here. But the roses for me were definitely Lala. Full stop. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco like, Tuesday those was were delightful. The two, those were the two best parts. When she said, and guacamole is expensive, I was like, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, Jessica said- Also, you can't buy made food with an EBT card, right? I don't believe you like, can. You, like, you actually can't buy tacos. You would have to buy, like, the taco ingredients. But more importantly, more importantly, I am not a Republican. I didn't kill pound cake. That, that was so yeah. That is so funny. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. Also, so I want to point out the single best moment of this little skit they did mm-hmm. was the destruction of Little Pound Cake on the main stage. <laughs> and RuPaul did it. I was like, they literally gave the host of the show the only funny thing in the entire, like, yeah. skit. Yeah. Um, I have a weird thought with that. My guess is they were probably, so I know that you were like, there's a couple of Little Pound Cake dolls. A part of me is wondering if there actually weren't. I think there was, was only, I think there was one, there was a new recreation, yeah. and then there was the original one we saw in flashbacks that were at, that was actually from season five. Oh, do you, do you think they saved it? No. No. Like, I think it was, we saw one, we saw flashbacks from actual season five footage. Yes. That was that little pound cake, mm-hmm. and then any of the newer scenes that were shot for this was a different doll. But they might have only had one doll. Yeah. So instead of having like a queen go ham on it, since they wanted to have it later in Untucked, they just had RuPaul like get pretend exactly. Okay. Or even filmed it after they did this because um, it's a TV show and they can film things out of order. What? Wait, they film things out of order. Sometimes they record things out of order too. Hey (gasps) guys, speaking of order, we did it. We finished the acting challenge. Oh my god. We can move on to their back in the workroom. And Jimbo's making fun of how much glitter Candy's putting on her face, which is rude. That's the first time Candy's used any piece of makeup that isn't blush. She's still learning, guys. <laughs> what? Candy's okay. actually such a good makeup artist, Candy's... but it is funny that she iconically uses blush so much. I, is I was she? Like, okay. What? Uh, is she? A I good makeup say... artist? Yes. I would Gothic say Gothic yes. literally talks about how good a makeup artist she is in uh, season 13. Uh, I was yeah. also going to say, like, think about the transformation Candy does. Like, yeah. Candy really transforms her face. And it's not yeah. like Trixie, where Trixie puts a mask yeah. on. Yeah. Like, Candy just transforms herself. But Candy's blush is iconic at this point. Yeah. It is so wild. Yeah. But, like, well, it's, it's also, her, it also, it's also, her signature. It's her thing. but it also yeah. looks good all Like, yeah. there's something so wild about using that much blush and just looking stunning while doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, yeah, no, Candy's, like, a good makeup artist. In the, in the same way that, like, in the same way that Violet literally talks about how Pearl is, like, an iconic makeup artist. Oh, on, yeah. Uh, on that season. Well, yeah, it's because there's something on her face. <laughs> is there? <laughs> um, there's layers to this one. Yeah. I don't like it. It's, but uh, it's layers. actually layers of foundation. <laughs> <laughs> and then powder. Okay. <laughs> They're back in the workroom. Yeah, Candy's there, a good what, makeup what, artist. What do they, do they, talk, they talk a lot about that speech RuPaul gave being nice. And it's such bullshit. It, it feels like the producers are like, you got to talk about the RuPaul speech, guys. Make if you don't talk good. about the RuPaul speech, you're getting less dinner tonight. 
I mean, I don't know. It's not going to be Taco Tuesday if you don't talk about the RuPaul speech. They don't get guacamole on set. It's too expensive. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it could entirely have been something that did uplift them because they they were all in a really shitty space. Yeah, but they still seem like they're in a shitty space. I mean, I don't know. did not feel better. I don't know. I'm. It's one of those things where I'm guessing, considering the pace of things on reality TV, that even if something did bring you up for a second, like, you're still going into the challenge. Kahana still knows she's going home. Alexis is doing a part she doesn't want to do. No one is making, like, no one's making lemonade out of these lemons. All right. So we get into the runway because I don't care about anything else that happened in the workroom. No. There really wasn't anything that happened. And the runway this week is that RuPaul looks better than any of them. Yes. I hate this. I was obsessed with this look. This like it was golden good. Elvis look that has never been done by anyone because they're problematic now so we don't talk about them. <laughs> I mean the you better work like I thought it was, was I think wonderful. It was, I think it was you bet twerk. Well I mean it was supposed to be you better work. Now you bet. Tra- oh wait, I did want to point out one more thing. Um, the lip sync moves that RuPaul did during the reenactment. Mm-hmm. Um, that Pound Cake made fun of them for. Yeah, those are the best dance moves Ru's ever done on Drag Race. Yeah, he did New this thing. He did, he did the the windshield wiper arm, which is more <laughs> than he usually does. That is anyway true. So our guest this week is Jabika Leslie, and I do apologize if I'm saying that name wrong. I have never watched the Batwoman show. It's not good. You can tell from everyone that no one knows who she is. Yeah. No. They go from Gotham, and then in Untucked, when they're talking to her, they're like, how is it being on the Batman series? It's like, she's literally not on the Batman series. Yeah. There is no Batman There's series. No- Candy's like, she's my favorite actress. Look how pretty she is. <laughs> she is beautiful. She, yeah. she looked better than any of them this oh, week. Absolutely. Her and Rue were the stars yeah. of the runway. Yeah, yeah. no. She, like, that, that train. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, the category is Miss Blank. Blank which Miss is playing, Fill in the Blank. Miss Fill in the Blank, which is a playoff of those books that are like Mad Little Lips. Miss something. No. No? No, it's there's this like book oh, series that are like. Little Miss Blank or yeah, Little Mr. Blank. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what it's a playoff of. I didn't. I didn't think of that, but sure. Yeah. In fairness, no one thought much doing this runway. No. First up, we have Jessica Wilde being Miss, Miss Sausage, Sausage Party. Party. I just, I wish that this. Why is it yellow? I don't, I just, I don't think it's, it's just a, it looks like she picked up a gown she already had and put some weenies on it. Now don't get it, don't get it twisted. She looks lovely. And don't get yeah. it twisted. I love a sausage party. I, I'm. We're aware. I got two buns right here. Oh, boy. I think she was trying to show us all that she's a wiener, baby. I mean, you're a wiener, baby. Uh, <laughs> it is a nothing burger. The, yeah. one, the one thing that I will say Lovely that gown, I think saves gown. it from being fully... It's also not a nothing burger. It's a nothing hot dog. Um, but uh, the Nothing one, wiener. The, the real question is, is it a nothing sandwich or is it not? Because it's a hot dog a sandwich. Um. Okay, I feel like now we have something to fill the rest of the episode. A hot dog is a sandwich, goddammit. It's a taco. Oh, fuck off. Anyway. Yeah, because uh, you put your sausage in the tacos. <laughs> so I do actually want to say, I think there's one part of this outfit that I think is really cool, which is the crown, the sausage crown. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think that is really fun. Yeah. It's the one moment of the outfit that makes me go, oh, that's not bad. 
everything else makes you go, oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's it's nothing. It's just, I feel like she, Why is she holding the sausage like a baby? That is another Like, she's trying question. to cradle it like it's a big thing of flour. Yeah, but like I, feel like, I feel like it would have helped if there was more of a, a tiny sausage bouquet at the top. That would have been hilarious. Because then she could have held She Because she cradles it just a little too much. Why she not a hot dog scepter? Oh, that would be good. Scepter. Well, yeah. actually, it's funny because um, I don't Alex know. This I just like this just unlocked a deep memory. Ooh, we're um, going to therapy of your time at a sausage party. No, but when I was um, in of Italy, watching Grilled on Med.com. will you let David finish? Anyways, um, get the sausage party. I'll take you to a cert. I'll take you to the slammer later. Um, I hardly know him. Anyways, not the eagle. Uh, no, the slammer is a sex club. Oh yeah, you're there's me only about three that. slings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only three slings. No. Sorry, if you ever want to have a good time, look up the reviews of the. Slammer. I was just thinking of that one gay bar in North Hollywood. The, the bullet. One. Bullet. Thank you. Thank I'm there you. frequently. Anyway, I'm not David surprised. had a story about Italy. Yeah. So, anyways, when I was in Italy one summer, um, a friend of my sister's saved this like magazine ad that was for a hot dog brand called Le Coq. <laughs> and they came in three sizes. Oh my. Which were um Lecoq, which were just regular hot dogs, Big Woo, which were footlongs, and then the cocktail franks were boys. God. <laughs> I I was um, I was hoping- Is Italy okay? <laughs> I, this I, was the early 2000s. Probably not. I no wish okay. that they had come in sizes in the same way. You just that, wish that they had come. But no, I wish they came in the same <laughs> sizes that Cold Stone Creamery does. Like, like it, it, love it, gotta, gotta have, have it. it. <laughs> anyway, next on the run. What? Back, That's yeah, what Cold Stone has. Yeah, those are their three sizes are like it, love it, and gotta have it. Yeah. And I'm a fat guy, so I know this. I love Cold Stone. They're so good. I, all I know is we're going to Cold Stone after Hot Pot. Ooh, that is, good. Does that place still exist? Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Leave our pasty ice cream alone. Listen, I look. The other day, I was like, I could go for a yogurt land, and I thought they closed all of them. They, I think Pinkberries they closed all of. That's no, sad. Pinkberry's I like still a Pinkberry. That's sad. I feel I like a like lot of places they're not they're they're not TCBY's gone. Do, do you know what TCBY stands for? The country's best yogurt. I thought it was the county's best yogurt. The county? Why the I county? thought it was the county. Anyways. Um, I feel like there's a lot of places where you think that they're, like, gone forever. But, like, in reality, they've just downsized greatly because they franchised a little too much. Oh, like Togo's. Exactly. Or, like, um, Dippin' Dots. I forgot the name of it. You know Dippin' Dots helped with the COVID vaccine? I did. Yeah, I told... I, yeah, you, know you, that told that. <laughs> you told me that. You told me that. Is that why that one guy, he used to be... Uh, is that why Sean Spicer hates Dippin' Dots so much? I Probably. have no idea, but very likely. Anyway, uh, next on the runway, we have Kahana Montrese being Miss Tired Ass yeah, Showgirl. Why would you call yourself that if you're going to look beautiful? Where are the tires? Yeah. Where are your, where's the pillow? Why aren't you, why aren't you coming out in I this outfit? I said, where are the tires? I did. Like, yeah. Why Wait, like, Miss Tires? Yes. Tired Ass Showgirl and she's covered in tires? Yeah. Fashion. Why aren't you pulling off a sleep mask on the runway? Why aren't you in a wheelchair? Or something. Well, why why are you fair. turning around and your ass has little like one of your ass is a pillow and the other one is a head sleeping on the pillow yeah. and you're a tired ass showgirl that's something or like, like why aren't you doing a thing where you're like like I mean for me if I think tired ass showgirl like I kind of wanted to do like a little bit of like 
old woman makeup with like cute. hair kind of. I want her to look like that person in Vegas who is always smoking a cigarette yeah. and trying to sell you um, a vodka soda. Yes. Like, I want something. But like, like, I, in my day, I was the most talked about showgirl. In all of the country, you know. This is actually David's future. We're seeing They they, they came from far and wide to see me. These tits down by my knees, they used to be up to my chin. They came from far and wide to see him, and I was far... They spread me far and wide when they came, if you know what I mean. I don't. Someone explain it to me. When I'm good, I'm good. When I'm bad, I get a venereal disease. (sighs) Didunch. Anyway, um, yeah, I just was like, if you're gonna be... I was like, be... Um, the well-rested showgirl. Yes. Like, make a pun off of not being a tired-ass showgirl, or be a tired-ass showgirl and make it funny. Yeah. Kahana's had such good runways this season, she could afford to do an ugly runway here, and it would show, like, it would have been differentiation. Hilarious. But I think that, that joke coming from her. I think the issue is the fact that one thing that RuPaul will always say is, if you want to get my attention, you have to be able to act a fool, and I feel like she is someone who cannot act a fool. I mean, that hasn't worked on the season. Heidi didn't win when she acted a fool several times. But she's not scared to. Yeah, I guess so. I think that's the issue, is that the difference is that it's... Kahana is is worried to look bad because she did look bad on her season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Up next, we have Lala Ree as Miss Miss Bootlegger. Bootlegger. Now... This was genius. so good. I love it. I love that it's a pant. I love that she's the only one who didn't go gown category. I love the... uh, Asia O'Hara's Drag Race DVD. That was such that was a funny hysterical. joke. Rue did not get. I laughed. I got it. I got it. Um, well, Rue didn't get it because uh, he made uh, Asia O'Hara sign one of those things where she can never talk about it again. Oh. Um, if there's a really strict NDA where she can never talk about getting slapped by RuPaul again. It was part of the lawsuit. <laughs> so it was part of the settlement. So she was like, I, we aired that? Oh my. I never. The, these cameras have film in them? I mean, I will say this, that it is probably one of the bigger jokes um, at um, Drag Race Live in Vegas. Yeah. So, I haven't been. Well, well, well you, know, you know where Asia O'Hara's Drag Race comes from, right? Yeah, it's from when she got slapped. Okay, yeah. No, no, but that's like one of the big jokes. Is they call it that because she's she well, is no, no, the no, show. no, because she does. She's the host of the show. She is, but then the she, show. she is the show. But then she also does a thing where someone her. has to come on stage and pretend to slap her, and she says, "Now, as you all famously know, I got slapped by RuPaul." I oh, love yeah. her. I love yeah. her so much. But yeah, this um, look doesn't love her. Butterflies. Woof. Um. Now I will that's say, not the sound that butterflies make famously. They just kind of flutter. Yeah, it's. Also fair. So Famously. here's my there problem with come this look. My lady. Come, come, my lady. That was a lot Crystal of come Moss. this episode. Um, Somehow more come this episode than normal. I'm not comfortable with this. You're not, You're not comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> They're currently holding hands and looking joyous, and my soul has left my body because I was going to say a bootlegger is actually someone who <laughs> makes alcohol. Uh, and distributes it legally. So I was half expecting her to come out as like a 1920s uh, prohibition lady thing when I heard the name, but then she came out and, oh, she's selling bootleg yeah. stuff, but I also and I love that. Like, rewatch it. There were so many details yeah. to this episode. Yeah. Like, it was the goofy, but it was great. The, way, the, the, the purse of extensions. Yeah. It just, everything worked. Everything was this wonderful. This is probably my favorite La La Re runway of this season. Agreed. Um, Mine still goes last week, but it was good. I mean, Grace Jones was great. No, yeah. but this, it's just so, it's so good. It's so well it's detailed. So it's fun. While also being funny. Yeah. It's so funny. It's such a good, like, mix of the two. 
Next up, we have. I was laughing have... because when you said a bootlegger, I thought you just went a bootlegger. And I thought you were talking about Jimbo for a sec. We'll get to Jimbo. <laughs> Next, we have Miss Arrogant. Which oh, is we have Candy nothing. Muse. I think Candy Muse should have been Miss Stock Quality. And she should have done a, um, a redemption version of Tamisha Amon's bag dress. I mean, that could have been something like, as opposed to this, which is fucking nothing. Like, yeah. it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a dress. I love the wig. The wig is incredible. The wig is amazing. Uh, I recognize that wig. That is definitely a Simone wig. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, well, it's a Gigi wig. Yeah. Because yeah. Gigi makes all of Simone's hair. God, Gigi is talented. She's, yeah. It, and it probably actually is a Gigi yeah, wig because yeah. I'm guessing they know each other. I mean, my, my feeling on that outfit is just that, like, it felt... I mean, a lot, I, and this goes for Jessica, this goes for... David, Mike. Oh, sorry. No, I was just looking at the, my notes. Oh, yeah. Um, This goes for Jessica, this goes for Candy, this goes for... I think um, everyone needed to brand in these outfits. Yes! And no one did. Where it was goes the brand? For, this goes for Jessica, Kahana, and Candy, that all of them were like, okay, I have a gown, let me throw a sash on it, and I'll call it this. Why wasn't she Miss Sour Candy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's there. That's easy. Or Miss uh, VIP, and she would recreate yeah. the Alone in the VIP yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. This is nothing, and yes. I hate it. it. It just, it was her going, I can get away with it. Yeah, I don't even maybe. think it was that. I think it was literally just, like, I want to, I, I think there's even almost a level of, like, Candy is one of those people similar uh, who was, like, Heidi, who was held back in her season a lot by mm-hmm. Runway. Yes. And I think she has a little bit of a, I have to, I, I know these silhouettes that work, mm-hmm. and I have to look good in every episode. I lo- and so she's a little worried about making a swing as big as the, for example, the bag of tricks swing where she did a magic trick on stage, iconic, mm-hmm. for risk of good. walking out with another alien. Now, I will say... I love this look on her. Mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful stunning. dress. It is nothing. Beautiful gowns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of um, beautiful gowns now. Uh, <laughs> Miss Man, Man Pig is next. How did we get a red handkerchief with Carson on the panel and not one fisting joke? Okay, now. Is I was that about fisting? To, I thought that was blood. No, red is fisting. I thought red was blood play. We can Google this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I don't really want to because, okay, my problem with this look. All right, so she's man pig. She's going for straight up motherfucking dick pig. Yeah, yeah. Reddit. Uh, you, it's like maroon. It's the it's maroon that's blood. Ew. Red is fist fucking. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, no, this is. I and it's coming out of her ass, and right. she's in a jockstrap dress. Yeah, I want it to be grosser though. I feel like if you're going to do this, like, this is your opportunity to... I wanted slits down the side so we could, like, see leg. I wanted I wanted sensuality it to it. I wanted... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where actually I kind of appreciated the restraint in this because I actually thought it was very funny to have this, like, Miss America-type gown. And then it's also really gross. So I think that mm-hmm. at the very Fair. least, the jockstrap part at the top, you shouldn't have had a yellow gown under it. This should have been nude, and then it goes into a gown, or maybe like an ombre from white to yellow. But yeah, like, but, like, but there, also so there's a jockstrap portion, and it's you. There's a dress under the jockstrap portion. Yeah, and I just wish that maybe that was a little more defined because it wasn't super obvious from the front. Um. Yeah, and also like it should have been 
like maybe like two straps on the back or something. Were there two straps on the back? I think so. I think it, I think okay. it, yeah, it, it is a jock strap on the back. Okay. Or her ass should have been out. That would have been Yeah, I think too. that this could have been another ass moment. Yeah. Or at least or a like detox, you got a peekaboo of the top of the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's because I think that the the thing that I thought was Oh, now you want to see Alexis Michelle's butt. Something's awakened in you. <laughs> I don't think You're being so. reminded of this, your I one think, true love. <laughs> I think that it's one of those things where like because I will say that it's like unless you are well versed in hanky code. When I was like jockstrap and the yellow gown, I was like, I didn't get it. it is it is it P? So yellow. That's why they kept making water sports jokes. Yeah, that's what like I thought it was. Is piss, but like the hanky was red. No, no, no. Yeah, the hanky I, was red. But I was like, yeah, it should have been red trimmings just to like exactly keep it. Or or I think that the pattern of the yellow should have also been hanky code pattern. Yeah, and then it could fun. have been two things. Exactly. Like it's okay to be into more than. You're allowed to have more than one kink, Bella. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just just because it... both of you are exclusively into pee and not into fisting doesn't mean you can't get into fisting eventually. <laughs> Says the one wearing yellow um, <laughs> and will... red and red. Hmm. Now I will say hey, another thing. I'm not into fisting today. I tried it. Well, it's good fine. for you. There are no accidents in fisting. I was just gonna say I think it would have been funny if instead of the like gloves she was wearing, mm-hmm. if they were just like latex gloves. Yeah, just something yeah. like that. Just. It needed more joke yeah. for it to work for me. Because I, I literally was like, Miss Manpig. Where are the jokes? Oh, okay. That's what she's going for. Yeah. And I don't want to have that moment of but confused. speaking of jokes, yes. next up we have Miss Tits, Tits McGee. McGee. And here's what I'm going uh, to say. Okay. I am bored of Jimbo's breastplate normally. I think that she does it a little obsessively. I think there is a level of... We've had things like the titty butt, which I do think is just, like, boring, bad. This is branding. Yeah. Jimbo's brand is around this ble- breastplate. And I think the way that she does the sash on the breastplate is fun. I think mm-hmm. the fact that the two, the the O3 is on the back because of how it's laid is fun. I think that, like, it almost feels like a reference to that gown she got told wasn't glamorous. Yeah. That one time by Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, um, whose we stand. Uh, I think that her makeup looks really nice in it. It's one of those things where it's like in a runway of bad categories, in a a category of bad runways, this was a like breath of fresh air of at least she's giving us a branding job. Yeah, it was branding. It's fine. My problem is I'm sick of the tits. I feel like we've seen her. With you this ex- don't want to see tits when you go to Drag Race. Why am I sitting next to Michelle? I just feel like she's been wearing the boobs so often. And it is branding. But, yeah. I, but- I, I will say that Yara Sophia literally got a note for wearing boobs two weeks in a row that yes. were like comically sized. And Jimbo has only ever not worn a breastplate once. And they don't ever comment on it. And Never. I think that twice. Twice? She didn't wear a breastplate with the boobs on the butt. No, she did. It was yeah. a much smaller one. Oh, okay. she, she didn't wear, like, the same... She didn't wear the overextended one. Right. She just wore a normally... Because she never wears a... It's, it's not like she wears a neutral breastplate. The breasts are always a statement. Mm-hmm. So, which is the reason why it's one of those things where it's, like... I I get bored of it because I, I know what she's going to look like every time she comes out. She's going to be wearing a breastplate and something else. I will say that it's... it's. Well, here's my question. Do you have a problem with Trixie's makeup? Okay. So, I don't, but that's because I feel like the makeup can be done differently, and the oversized boobs are not done differently. I feel like they're always just, the punchline is big boobs. 
I mean, but that's kind of, I, I guess it's one of those things where a part of me is agree, like in agreeing with Joe, it is. That's a first. You know, say, listen, you know, cl- a broken clock is right twice a day. I think it's one of those things where it's a, it's definitely like a, it's a branding thing. And if you go see Jimbo, you're kind of expecting like a weird character, like the ghost or you're expecting the boobs. And that's the thing. And that that's where I get a little like, I guess I disagree about the branding of it all because for me, Jimbo is not, oh, I have giant boobies. Like she's not that character. To me, Jimbo is the weird clown creature. That's that's iconic Jimbo to me. Well, one thing that I think is important to bring up. She gave birth to baloney. I can't forget that. Fair. But I will say that one thing that is important to bring up is Jinx Monsoon talks about this where when she was, she talks about how on her season, she had sort of a lot of these moments. And then when people saw her live, they were expecting water off the duck's back. They were expecting, you know, sort of this like sweet, soft-spoken person. But then she's talking about really rude things and her character is... She's Jinx Monsoon live instead of Jinx Monsoon, the TV show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's one of those things where Jimbo is doing a certain thing on the TV show and also possibly live. It's a different story because I've definitely seen stuff on her Instagram where it is, you know, like the bikini mall, like the tiniest bikini on the biggest breast. Well, she did right. that. That was her entrance look this year. Yeah, also yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, I just think there is a level of if the joke is ha ha, it's funny. I have big boobs and it's the joke you keep making. I think there is a level of eventually you have to ask the question of, well, why is it funny that you have big boobs? And mm-hmm. there are times when I think it works really well for Jimbo, and there yeah. are t- which is, I think, this one. And there mm-hmm. are times when I think it doesn't work as well. Um, and I just think that there is a level of, I was happy to see branding. Yeah, that's fair. I just wish that we were getting a little bit more diversity from Jimbo mm-hmm. because I feel like when it's just relying on a breastplate, it feels like, I well, I expect more of Jimbo, and I am sad that we're not getting more. Fair. Can I just say, I love how much we've gotten out of Jimbo's look compared to, like, the actual challenge this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's because, do you want to go into the untucked looks? So first we have uh, Monica Beverly Hills as, as Miss Sunlight, Sunlight on, on the Skin. skin. I wish she had an umbrella. <laughs> she needed an umbrella. Yeah. Like, Where's I, the it umbrella? Was, it was one of those things where it was like, I get it as, like, a reference to your season, it's one of those kind of unfortunate things where it's like, yeah, you just didn't have a lot of moments in your season. No, so she you didn't have a lot of things you could turn into a meme. Yeah. So she was trying something. Well, I mean, it also would have been funny failed. if she came out with like self-tanner or something. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And was yeah. like putting it on. Or, or if she was orange. Or if yeah. she was doing it, doing it, doing it, dropped a script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if she had the sunglasses on and she took them off. Yeah. Like if there was just something to tie it back, it looks nothing like that look. That no, she, it's just yeah. uh, it's a cocktail dress. It's and then a next we have uh, Miss Shady bitch. No, uh, Miss Shady Lady. Miss Shady, Shady Lady. Ignatia Lopez. Lopez. I'm a. I love. This I love look. this look. It's a great. I, I, I love think it's the that, best look she's had. I love when she pulls out the cape. Yeah. On the and it's all like iconic reads from the season. Yeah. It's so good it really was it um was one of the best also looks. the fact that it's i love a dress made out of unconventional materials that's yeah. why i always love a design challenge yeah so her being like it's all glasses that's yes. so good it was, it was very very good it's one of those moments where it's like man nasha's stepping up that fame game right now yeah nasha really stepped up for this look i really yeah, liked it i was here for it um kasha mrs kasha davis okay you know 
I'm, I'm going to be Ross Matthews for a moment. Uh, it's like we're at the intersection where puns meet, and there's been a huge pileup of several different puns, and mm-hmm. they were all going in different directions, and none of them really work. Uh, she is Miss Ariana Grandma. Why? I like it. I thought it was funny. It's I, I very got funny. I got a chuckle. It's very funny. I just don't get it. I like, was in such a low place at this point that I got so much joy out of were. Miss Ariana yeah. Grandma. Mrs. Kasha Davis, you don't listen to Pope. You you keep being Miss Ariana Grandma. I mean, I, I'm happy for her to be Mrs. Ariana Grandma, but I want her to, like, do an Ariana Grande song, but, like, throw her hip out while doing it. Then we have you know Dar- that I'm Grandy for love. Just something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know that I'm Grandma for love. Oh, that's Ooh. even better. Or yes. Granny for love. Granny for love. Um. So then we have Miss Darian Lake or Miss Shapen. Finally, someone did a fucking pun. But it's yeah. also... A reference to her season. Yeah. Yes. Because famously, Courtney, I thought Courtney Axe said it, but was it was a Darian, Darian talking as, as Courtney, Courtney at, in with the, the puppet, puppet challenge. I miss the saying, puppets. Bring back the puppets. Because everybody loves puppets. I do. Fisting. Anyway. <laughs> when when she when she was like, it's not that your clothes are ugly. It's your misshapen. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but it's so good. It looks good. The makeup is great. I'm really into it. It and was then great. And finally, we have... Okay, okay. I have to ask if either of you got this look. No. No? Okay, all right. So, James... Queen of the Ring. She is Queen... She is Miss Queen of the Ring. Uh, So, there is a wrestler, Ric Flair. And oh, she it is, is Ric Flair. She is doing a gender swap version. Which is not much. Of gender no, swapping no. Ric Flair. Ric just... Flair is famously like a villain and femi and fabulous. And she is, I screamed when I saw this. Like, James is probably getting my vote for the fame games just because I'm a huge fan of her. But seeing this look, I was like, ah! Hashtag Team Darian. <laughs> oh, well, I We're going to have to do a special episode about But also, all I'm saying is, should we like put our money where our mouths are? We're saying we don't like any of these looks or any of these puns. Like, mm-hmm. What are some jokes we would want to do? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Anyone have one? I have a few. I have a, yeah, I have a I couple. Have a I have a couple. I have so I have many. Couple. I have so many. Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to start? Okay, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, what would we do? Like, maybe misdirect. And you walk in and you look like a director and you have a little, like, you're like, you have a stool literally on your back and you have a little, like, megaphone. And then you go, look over there. And then you throw the costume away and you're suddenly an entirely different character. <laughs> Cute. I like that. I like that. Um, I would do uh, Miss Thang, and what I would do is I would wear an entirely black bodysuit with my face covered and only my hand out, and it would be like Thing from, from the Adams Family. I, I love that. But as a beauty queen. I actually want to be really clear. I actually didn't write that down, had that joke, <laughs> forgot about it, and have been kicking myself for like a day being like Miss Thing, and it's just Thing from the Adams <laughs> Family. I, I came up with that one like last night while in the shower. I was All right. like, oh, Miss Thing, that's really funny. That is, that is good. Uh, mine is Miss Stress. Oh. And you're just your heiress. <laughs> uh, no, so I come out. And I'm like a dominatrix, but I have one of those little squeeze toys. And instead of being sexy, I am just the most tense, miserable, like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how about this? Miss Tolto. It's a Christmas themed look. Okay. But you have a really severe camel toe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's horrible. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Ouch. Um, I would be mistaken. 
and I would I, have a photo of um, Liam Neeson around I was going to say, neck. no, you should have one half be daughter, one half Liam Neeson, half and half drag, mistaken. Well, mistaken. Oh, I don't know. It was going to be something where it's, it was like- like One of them, one half, uh, from the person, person who played Jean Grey. <laughs> well, no, I would say like with mistaken, it would be like, it would be kind of, you know, like a, like a- joke on being like oh i'm sorry i'm taken but also yeah. you just keep neeson. showing a ring exactly like <laughs> like that but then also it's like liam neeson in a heart pendant <laughs> all right uh this one i'm very proud of misinformation Ooh. i come out like a slutty librarian and then i turn around bam i'm twitter <laughs> okay hear me out or QAnon misappropriation oh but it's a queen of color and it's a dress that's just all um mayo labels ah! and then when they ask and panel she goes oh i'm appropriating white culture that that's good that's i can see funny. bob doing that i can see bob doing that that one. is a very bob one yeah um that's a very bob one Oh God! Uh, well, one of mine was misdirect, but you you did you did go and let me think of a okay, third okay. one. Okay, okay. Another one I got is Miss Swiss Miss. Oh, ooh! And say that three times fast. Miss Swiss Miss. Miss Miss Swiss. No, I can't. It's I can't. A hard you, one. you need to go your butiquetas. 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 Yeah. So I would just come out with like the Heidi again. Uh, Heidi comes back <laughs> with like the <laughs> weird pigtails, and I got like pails of milk, and I, I'm the Swiss Miss girl. Amazing. I miss Swiss Miss. Um, the only one that I could come up with was uh, Miss Terry. Oh, uh, so I actually, wanna, I, I actually yeah. want to say I have, uh, I have no. Bit... I'm Terry Hatcher as a detective. <laughs> oh, I actually have um, Miss Terry Incorporated, and Leland comes out as Fred again. <laughs> it's actually written down here. Oh God. Um, oh God. Uh, but uh, just uh, one last one that it was on this thing that I didn't get to say was Miss T Knight. Um, and you just come out as a cop with a metal arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the comic nerds. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. This was fun. Let's get back to the painful stuff. The notes happen, and they really are struggling to get people good critiques. Yeah. Um, there was a genuine level of listening softball. to the notes. I thought Kahana might be safe. They gave her flowers. they gave her some flowers. Yeah. And I thought they were, like, gearing into Candy and Alexis being in the bottom together. Well, they give Candy the critique that she played herself and that her look didn't make sense. And I agree with half that statement. I don't think her look worked, but... I mean, I think that she was a little too small. Like, I I could have understood. I think this episode should have been if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. Especially when you have a moment where Lala Ree said she's not moving based on track record. Yeah. That would have been so fun. Vibes, Um, baby. And then they... Lollary's clearly the only good one, so they tell her she's good. They make everyone else safe. And the bottom two are Kahana Montrese and Alexis Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Because Alexis Michelle never took off. Which I don't even know what that means. I don't think you can do it in that role. I think the problem is that all because of these that role's not in the fucking were shorts. less than five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like every one of the clip, the the only person who has long clips was Lollary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because Lollary was serving. But also but also really because was. she had things that could be done in longer it's, clips. Yeah. It's not, I mean, my thought process is on, my thought process, my thought process on it is just that, like, I think it was just a rough week. Yeah. And everyone was really in their feelings and no one gave. And Lala was like, I know what to do with this character. I'm going to do this. But I think Lala Ree would have always won this. I don't oh, think I there don't is, disagree. I, and part. I don't think there is any person who in a better state of mind would have done nominally better 
Because again, almost every scene was less than five seconds. But I think that they were also probably just not giving enough, but it's also entirely... Po- the, the issue with an improv challenge, really the issue with improv in general is... I forget who said it. It might have been Austin. But someone once said to me that improv is the biggest misnomer of humor ever because we've all seen one really good improv show and that's where our brain always goes to. And so whenever we see a hundred bad improv shows, we always go back to that good one telling ourselves that improv is great. Like I've seen- I hate how right that is. I've seen really genius improv and really bad improv. Yeah. The thing I'll say though is that it's also a really difficult thing to do in something like Drag Race where they refuse to give you flowers for being the straight man. Yep. Like Drag Race actually refuses to let you let other people shine. And you need that in improv because- like Bobby Moynihan said, you 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 need a Bert and an Ernie. Yeah. And like yes, Jimbo won that challenge, but she still had to be insane to do it. She she couldn't just the version of straight manning you're allowed to do on drag race is the version that is like this person is so crazy that I'm making jokes and not the I'm supporting everything and I'm doing like Candy and Alexis both do good improv in this episode. Yeah. yeah. By supporting everyone else. And Candy especially because all of her scenes are setting up other people to do funny yeah. stuff. You're not wrong. I mean, it's also like time, a I high think status. Like, I mean, one thing that you can do is peas in a pot or high status, low status. And it's just the fact that it's it's kind of... But you what... can't do that in five seconds. No, exactly. Like, it's one of those things where no matter what... No, I'm, I'm completely agreeing with you. It's just that what I'm saying is that I feel like there just wasn't enough for them to mine from. So it was just these like quick five second things also i thought it was really funny how neither person know what (laughs) these things mean okay no i was just gonna say because in case someone doesn't know improv just to quickly give like a oh uh so peas in a pod scenes are when two people are the same type of unusual thing yeah okay um and high status low status is a term to describe when a character um when a character comes in and they are a higher they they choose to be a higher status than the other character um can create a power dynamic but typically in high status low status scenes you still have someone being the unusual person and the straight man and it doesn't necessarily you can be a high status straight man or a high status unusual person jenna maroney is a good example of a high status uh unusual unusual person person on 30 rock and jack donahue is a good example of a high status straight man on 30 rock but the way that the but the way that you kind of do it correctly so the way that you do it correctly so to speak is that eventually they get their comeuppance so it's like they're being unusual or they're being very like but then something happens where they're knocked off their high horse i i don't think that's i will say i don't think that's necessary it's not necessary i was gonna say as somebody that's not a thing that's like that is a little too scripted for improv which usually just is support until it ends right um, but like, yeah, you would, if you were trying to do something like this with that, yeah. you would want them to have, you would want them to have it at the end because they're also trying to make something that feels scripted. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just thinking about the fact that this is two weeks in a row where I just come off like the, a fucking Luddite. <laughs> I just come off like this. Is un- it Luddite or Ludite? I always thought it was Luddite. Luddite. Not ludicrous. Anyway. Yeah. It's time for the lip sync song because yes. I don't want to talk about improv anymore because they famously quit improv before Aww. it was cool. Uh, uh, so our assassin this week is Georges. Those ghosts are going to get punched. No, they're fucking. I'm so 
bad. So I think you need to go to the toxic fan space. You know what? Give me that toxic fan space. We are giving Joe the toxic fan space. And go. Okay, so I'm just... This is the second time I've seen Georgia since she was on her season. Me and David saw her on uh, Drag Race Live. We saw her in this. And I'm just saying, I don't know what happened. I don't know if she's no longer being haunted, but Georges isn't punching ghosts anymore. I don't know what's going on. It makes me very upset. She's such a good dancer. She's such a good performer. But give the people what they want. And what they want is for you to bust a ghost. Why? Because busting makes you feel good. Thank you. There you go. All right. Anyway, I'm very okay? annoyed. I'm very that was annoyed a lot that Georges of... doesn't... Bu- you you pushed me into the toxic fan space, and I went, I'll do it, but I have to ramp up my emotion about this so high to get I there. mean, I just... I made a... I made a... I made a reference about the ghost bunching, and the response was a bit higher, and if I understand improv a little bit you just raised the game or something like that i just yes ended really hard raise the stakes thank you uh now i want steak uh we actually didn't we're actually ra- getting that later Ooh, we actually didn't raise any stakes because um there were no undead being attacked in this lip sync yeah <laughs> but no <laughs> so you, the, the lip sync song is about damn time which about damn time i'm kidding yeah. that song came out a year ago this I is love good timing it. no it's... it came out longer than that it was like a 2021 song. Was it 2021 or was it 2020? I don't but, think it was 2020. I think it was 2021. It, it, I, I, think I don't know, but it's such a good song. It's yeah, such a great song. I will say there's literally a point where Georges is in the, in a minute, I'm Anita, Georges is doing the, the TikTok dance. Yeah. She's a pump me up where she goes up to her breasts. It's uh, great. Here are my notes. Here are my notes about this. Here are my notes about this. <clears throat> Lala is giving a great performance. And George's is one of those gifts from 2004 that just sync to any song you put them to. Yeah, it's one of those things where George's, it's something that I've noticed where George's is such a talented performer and so undeniable. And I will say, if you haven't seen George's live, you don't get it. That's I how much better live. That is going to take that. That is how much better she is in person while yeah. being this good on television. I really didn't um, think she was good this week, though. I she thought she wasn't. Was, I thought she was fine. I think that there's a level of, like, the way she moves is so smooth and so nice that, like, it kind of felt like she was throwing this lip sync. But it was... Like she was what? It kind of felt like she was throwing this lip sync. But it also is kind of not a great song for Georges. Like, Georges is somebody... It's so dancey, though. It is, but it's not dancey in the way that Georges dances. I was shocked she didn't win when she did a death drop yeah. and they stopped the music to hear so you could hear the screams. Yeah. That did happen. I will say this. I think that it's, you know, if we are if we are playing RuPaul's production race. Um, we do that all the time. Fair. Uh, a part of me is kind of like, if it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, and however you slice it, Kahana's going home, may as well make give Lala some money and, you know, have her send Kahana home, because then it's a little bit more, like, cutting. I mean, maybe. Can I, can I say a thing that I think also might have happened? I think there is a chance that it was a little bit sim- more simply. Georges is a very talented physical performer. Right. Her dancing is very much what she does. Mm-hmm. This song is about face and Lala Reed gives Lala face. Oh, yes. gives so much Like, there, it's one of those things where Georges is somebody where 
Her face is always pretty similar when she lip syncs. She just it is. looks stunning and does the words and has so much power in her eyes that you believe it. Yeah. But she's not someone that does like crazy facial reactions. Whereas this song was really helped by Lala Ree being a little bit of an over-the-top lip syncer yeah. that gives her just a little bit of power yeah. and knowing how to make a joke out of anything. Yeah. And she was very funny. Yeah. Um, so, Lala wins the lip sync, and I, honest to God, thought she was going to send home Alexis. I have in my notes, are they trying to Roxy Andrew Andrews Kahana by putting her in the bottom specifically against people they think the cast might vote off instead? Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, yeah. That didn't happen. It didn't. didn't happen. In fact, it was a unanimous Kahana. It Kahana was. Kahana Montrese has officially been uh, voted into the fame game. She she has been um, promoted to not being on this season anymore. A thing that I think all these girls want at this point. At this point, mm-hmm. they really do. They really do. But I do think there's something really interesting going on there. Ooh, what's Ooh, interesting? So every more, single girl at the end of this episode has uh, a win, except for Alexis. Yeah. And the only other person other than Alexis who's been in the bottom is Jessica. So if we're talking track record, Alexis has two times in the bottom. Jessica has one time in the bottom that basically everyone agrees doesn't matter. Right. And no one doesn't have a win other than Alexis. So she is currently in do or die going into a sewing challenge, which is not something she succeeded in last time she was here. Mm. And she didn't do that great last time we had one this season. Mm. So I'm just saying. Thank you for listening to this episode of This Toxic Fandom. <laughs> and it's time for everyone's favorite section. Jeff, Jeff Rudy! We did not talk about Will Poundcake being untucked or I Jimbo didn't... putting the drink in the titties. I didn't need either of those. Hello and welcome back to Jep Rudy. I'm Alana Trubeck. And quick thing, because I forgot to say it on the regular um, episode, but last week you asked uh, who would we want to see a thousand nights of, and I completely forgot about Katy Perry. Oh wow! And also the other correct answer is Lizzo. That was a, that was a good yeah. Choice, yeah. I I sent that into the group chat chat like two days later, being like, why didn't we say Lizzo? Yeah, or Katy Perry, because both of them have like distinct eras distinct eras and a lot of like very iconic looks yeah so and a lot of really fun just like costumey looks well also having a lot of cool looks that are i'm going to the bank yes um all right so our first question is actually a fan question hi tony d um tony d sent me a message on instagram and said this is my favorite piece of drag race trivia so i figured why okay. not use it? So right. if you if you do have a fan, uh, send it in. Send it to send me. it in specifically to David J. Gorin because I also have access to uh, the This Toxic Fandom Instagram, and I don't want to cheat. I've yeah. been doing it this whole time. Uh, I have an earpiece in. Uh, also, that's why I have so many also points ahead. a couple weeks ago, there was a question where David asked, uh, "What family won?" And I said the right answer. But because I didn't list the queens, you insisted I didn't do it right. So let that one sink in, audience. (laughs) We're not getting competitive here. As I said, you're not that far behind. Anyways, there is one challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race 
that has had a 100% success rate with uh, winners of the season. It has only happened three times, but what is that challenge? Can you repeat the question? There is one challenge that has had a 100% success rate. Is it Bossy Rossi? No. Wait, no, that was Olivia Lux won Bossy Rossi, not Simone. And, and the Aquarius didn't win Bossy Rossi. I'm dumb. All right. Do you want me to repeat the question? Okay, so it is a challenge with 100%. If a girl wins this challenge, she tends to win the season. The season. Hmm. I rang the bell. I'm going to go with the branding challenge. Nope. Okay. Can I make one more steal? Please go for it. I'll give you each one more because this yeah. is a special question. I'm like very, I'm at, this is one thing, this is one that I'm like very, this one's exciting. I'm like, ooh. Um, this is a really interesting one, yeah. Yeah. Wants... Thank you, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Tony. Um... Do I even have another one? Part of me was like, "It's only happened three times." Yeah, I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. challenge that's only happened three times. But if you win this challenge, you tend to win the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do win the season. Um, yeah. Part of me is like, stand up challenges that aren't roasts. No, nope. No. All right, I think I am out. Okay, um, it's not the interior design challenge, because Shea Coulee won that season. And it's not the, uh, it used to be, if you win the first challenge, you tend to make it to the top three. That's not true anymore. No. Um, that's why, that's famously why people think Lanisha Sparks didn't win the first challenge of season five. They thought that, uh, they just assumed Roxy Andrews was a more viable candidate for top three. I love that. Uh, okay. Lanisha Sparks was robbed in that episode, but she did make it back to Mexico City. I am going to go ahead and guess the um the rap challenge. Nope. Okay, I give up. Well, Adore Delano won the rap challenge. She almost won that season. It, they decided the last minute to just give it to Bianca and not traumatize Courtney Act. It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be a mini challenge. It's gonna be, like, be a mini bonkers. challenge. We're gonna feel fucking stupid. Nope, it's not a mini challenge. It's it? the political debate. <gasps> You're right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. I think I actually at one point knew this. Uh, yeah. Um, problematic one. Bob. Bob and uh, censored Jada. and Jada. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, didn't know I that. do actually. That's the one thing I like about election years is uh the political episodes tend to be real good on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Once cool. again, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Um, yeah, that was Tony great. D. I'm not going to say your full name because we only do that to Kayla. Uh, Sorry, Kayla. Emily, stop. So you have to go stop. back to early episodes. Yeah. The, you have to go back to early episodes and where bleep. I say out loud, should we bleep her last name? And they go, yeah, I'll do it in post. And, and then I did it. done in post, but, and then they I did le- but Pope did leave in me asking if we should. <laughs> I am such a jackass. It's so funny. I'm a bad person. So, in Ginger Minges, because famously... Oh, God damn it, I'm not going to get My best friend one. Ginger Minge. I'm yep. not going to get this one. You don't know that. <sighs> go you ahead. Don't know that. Um, Ginger Minge labels herself part of the bitter old lady brigade. However, she wasn't that old. How old was she? I've reached before, so. No, you can go. I don't know how old she was in that season. 27. 
close, but no. Would you like <sighs> to steal it? 28. No. One more. 29? Correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> As someone who's currently 29, I am a bitter old lady. Wait. Okay. Here's another question. Who is someone else? I like that we just learned to count. Yeah, I know. I'm so proud of us. Who, who is someone else that was... I can't remember if they were part of the brigade or not, but was also the same age as her that season. I'm like, I know everyone who is in the brigade, um, but someone else in that season who's the same age as her. Was yeah. it Max? Was it no. Trixie? No. No. No, Trixie is uh, way younger. I don't know. Um, was it Kennedy? No. No. Was it Katya? No, Katya no. was older. But the thing that's funny about Katya is that Katya was not 40 when she was saying she was 40. No. No, she was not. Um, God, uh, was it Frisbee Jenkins? Nope. Final answer. Okay. Take a guess. I was like, I, it'd be really funny if it was Candy How. Nope. Uh, she thought about season. Just, what? Season seven? Oh, Candy, Candy Ho. Ho. I got her confused with Candy Moon. <laughs> I was going to say, mm-hmm. Candy Ho famously didn't like old people in season seven. Well, I also forgot who can I forgot Candy Ho was on a season, so let that I'm gonna say that. I'm going to say it's probably I, the one who played Raven in Snatch Game. No one played Raven in the Snatch Game. What are you talking about? You haven't seen season seven, and I won't believe otherwise. Who is it? Miss Fame. Oh, Miss Fame. Oh, I did know that she was, like, really in her yep. late 20s. Huh. She had a, she, fame, she, fame, doing it for Miss no, Fame, um, fame. Who is, who am I thinking? Jada, Jada something. No. Jaden Dior Fierce? Jaden Dior Fierce. She wasn't. Okay, you said Raven. You didn't say Raven Simone. Simone. You just said Raven. So did Disney Channel until season eight. Uh, Yeah. You can't talk about, about Raven on Drag Race <laughs> and not have me think, oh, the, the horrifying, beautiful sex monster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know what I was going to ask? Are actually- we going to have to talk about that time I had to tell you about Raven? So, Joe, I'll go ahead and explain this oh one. And I'm God. sorry, audience, but this is very funny. Really funny. So David was relatively new to Drag Race and Raven comes in and she's giving all the girls makeup advice. And afterwards, uh, she leaves and David and I are in the kitchen grabbing a snack. And David goes, huh, you know, she's uh, she paints herself pretty light. And I just said, David, I don't know how to tell you this. Raven's Caucasian. (laughs) She just uses she she literally we used to say she uses Rue's foundation. That's not true anymore. She's darker than Rue. Yeah. The girl looks like burnt toast. I think. Okay, who uh, <laughs> Who are three non-winning queens to make it to the finale without having to lip sync once? Cotney Act. Mm-hmm. Alaska Thunderfun. Mm-hmm. Five thousand. Um Yep. Come on. To not win, you said? Yes. We need three? Yes. Only three that, and one of them didn't win? Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. So it's yep. three? Mm-hmm. Top three. That's, we need three of someone them. someone who's in the top three or four, and one of them didn't win. Like, for example, kimchi? Nope. Wait. Kimchi had a flawless run until she lost. She did? Yeah, dude. Well, oh. So do you think kimchi had to lip sync it? Oh, my God. My mistake. Which lip sync of kimchi? I was going to say Gigi Good. 
I would disagree with that. When because did... she lip synced in the first episode. But for a win. Yeah, but the question was about not lip syncing at all. Oh, that's fair. Well, the name that I was looking for was Roxy. Sasha Valor. The names of everyone. What? Sasha Valor. <laughs> Sasha Valor and Nina Flowers. Oh, well, that's true. Well, Sasha Valor d- did win. This is true. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Y'all, it, we're all I, tired. Sorry, we're all very tired. We're all I tired. We went to Disneyland yesterday, but no, Nina Flowers. Nina Flowers is uh, the forefront. I was like, I was like, I was weirdly trying to think of somebody who'd made it to the end of an All Stars run without having a win and not lip syncing. Um, and I was thinking if there that was if that had ever happened, I was like, that would be fucking bonkers. I don't think it's happened. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Then I was like, wait. I was like, if I stall long enough, I'll remember. I forgot about and him. you did. That was my fault. Um, but well, no, I was thinking, um, I was thinking Nina Flowers. That's a no. That was a good one. Yep. That was so another each good of one. You got one point. So no. what are the scores, champ? I don't want to hear them. The, ch- the Pope ten, Ugh. Joe sixteen. Ugh. Sweet sixteen. Pope ten, Joe sixteen, and I'm still on unemployment. Dance for my own enjoyment. That, that ain't, ain't it, kid. That, that ain't it, kid. Well, you know what is? You know what is it, kid? If you liked our show, you should leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. You should follow the show at This Toxic Fandom anywhere you can find social media, except for Twitter. We're not on that hell site. You can find me at Joe Lee Green Giant. Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. David Gorin is at David J Gorin, but his Instagram currently isn't working. He's not ignoring you. He's ignoring me, though. Why haven't you collaborated with me yet? Anyway, if you liked us, tell a friend. If you really liked us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, tell someone who liked this episode. And until next time, stay stay toxic. toxic. Again, it's my one thing. (laughs) My one thing. One thing. Being toxic? I hate all. Wait, are you supposed to say it at the end? Yes. We've never established that. No, we, we never. Did. What a, ah! I, in the first episode, I'm the one who says stay toxic.